0: to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian, here in Salt Lake City, a learning development professional with a passion about communication, technology, and finding my Zen. With me, as always...
1: I'm Angela. I am also here in Salt Lake City. I am a stay-at-home mom and grandma, but I'm a quench-it soda queen, also.
0: It's a soda bar, I think is the it's quickest a, way to say it.
1: It's the Mormon Coffee Bar.
0: Look it up. It's actually it, kind of interesting.
1: so popular here. And honestly, I'm addicted, so that's kind of sad. I know. I quit soda, too.
0: <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about that another week. So this week, we are talking about, and and I'm going to use air quotes that you can't see right now as I say this. <laughs> I'll but let
1: you know if he really uses them.
0: Toxic people.
1: Yes, he did do it. When
0: we talk about toxic people, negative people, people mm-hmm. that just really suck the life out of you, the energy, caustic people.
1: Yeah. I'll give you the clinical Go for definition it. of it. I mean, I think your description was pretty accurate, but it's uh, interactions with people where boundaries are often blurred. The individuals, mm-hmm. they, their behaviors are felt and viewed by you to be difficult. They're demanding. The relationship isn't fueled by mutual care and respect. They don't seem to want to support you, but they want your support and uh, tends to be skewed toward their individual needs, not yours.
0: When you describe that, a lot of those characteristics, those behaviors, mm-hmm. yeah. really for me bring up narcissistic.
1: It does. That I think that's the first thing that pops into your head with that, yeah.
0: Behaviors in in other people. Now, I think it's also important to recognize that you have people that will exhibit these behaviors and not be conscious of the fact that they are doing it.
1: Yes, and, and that's huge because you do know the people who know that that's how they are. Oh yes. And so I think when you use the words narcissistic, I think it scares people a little bit, narcissists, mm-hmm. because how are they viewed in, in, the, in the media and television and movies? They're viewed as very, very bad people. Now, sometimes people can be a narcissist and really not be aware they are. It's just a it's a personality trait, I guess, is the best way to, to put that.
0: It is. And we, as individuals, it is important to know, can be this person for somebody else and not know that we are doing it.
1: Oh, I agree with that statement
0: 100%. Whether we intend to or not... I know in the past that I have not been the best person to be in somebody else's life that I've known.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a few people that come to mind. When I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about related to this topic today, a, a, a few things popped into my mind, a few people who are like that for me and who I've been to them.
0: Yes. Not not always. I, I know I would love to think I am the best thing to be in everybody's life, I'm as perfect, we all do.
1: I'm Ian. Come on. You know this
0: but reality is we are all human beings we We all have personality traits that are better for some people than others
1: yeah and and i guess that's what you have to decide is is that person of value to you in other ways that you're willing to work through those personality traits
0: yes my views on these type of individuals have really morphed changed Mm -hmm. over the years
1: Mm-hmm. oh for sure. Maturity kind of brings that to some extent.
0: I think it's that. I also think it's what you've seen in me over the years is yep. is yeah. kind of I've done my the the work <laughs> on Ian, so to speak. You met me as I was kind of transitioning. Yeah. as an individual. So I used to be a far more passive person.
1: You yeah, for sure. I would say Exceptionally
0: passive yes, person. Yes, definitely. And it was just whoever was in my life was in my life and I let them do whatever they did.
1: Yeah. And me too. And I think that's why we met when we did.
0: Mm-hmm. I, we were both
1: kind of at a crossroads in our life at that point.
0: You, you and I kind of followed the same path as we, we went. We hit that point where we both started to hit. We became almost where we had a violent reaction to people. So once, mm-hmm. once we encountered somebody who was toxic, and we, we had several individuals in our lives that were mm-hmm. exceptionally caustic people.
1: Oh, very much so.
0: You've heard me use the term before, sycophant, Mm -hmm. where and and they were very narcissistic. They were very all about what was in it for them. They were using everybody around us in our circle of friends for very specific ends. Mm -hmm. It got to a point where we all did the same thing, Mm -hmm. and I relate it to shoved them in airlock, closed the door, (laughs) hit the button, and watched them go out.
1: Uh, And that's what we had to do.
0: Now, is that my preferred thing? No. It it was for a while, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And I think everyone has a point in their life where that is how they handle everything. They just cut everybody out and say, see ya.
0: I hit a point in my life where that just had to be the means for me. I had to just decompress Mm -hmm. a lot in my life. And so it became a just get away from me.
1: Yeah, exactly. And- Part of that is the journey we've been on and the mindset and being comfortable in your own skin first so that you could deal with, I want to make sure I word this correctly, didn't have the capability or mindset to navigate through that and through those difficult relationships. And it was easier just to sever ties versus try to actually put in the work to fix that relationship.
0: This concept of dealing with these people is really going to bring in and tie together several concepts that we've talked in previous shows.
1: Oh, it definitely does. Because
0: now you and I are not of the extreme mindsets of Mm -hmm. either you deal with it or you don't.
1: No. That seems really simple, and it's not.
0: I would love if it was that simple. Uh, Me too. But I love where you and I have evolved to in -hmm. this. In this evolution, in dealing with these people, it takes having a mindset. And you've really got to do a lot of work around this mindset. You've got to develop it. Mm -hmm. And And it's not easy. No. (laughs) No. You have to be a very determined person because you have to assign a worth. Exactly. To this relationship of this individual.
1: You do. How much value do they bring to your life? Because I guess I'm going to go into categories here. Are they just a casual acquaintance? Mm -hmm. Are they a really, really good friend? Are they a lifelong friend? Are they family members? Because you can have toxic family members, but to me, those are the relationships that I'd be willing to put in the time to fix versus cutting them out of my life. And you need to have those, you need to understand where they fit in your life. But I think we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. in the past a little bit about putting people into those categories and where they fall in fact i think it was just a couple of weeks ago i feel like we're we're expanding on this a little bit
0: we are each week and to be honest we're going to be revisiting some topics of course and, and, and kind of breaking them into subtopics and going deeper on them yeah but not only do you have to have the mindset but with the mindset building on that is you're going to expand your personal boundaries Yes. Because you have to have these boundaries with these people.
1: Right, which we talked about, setting personal boundaries.
0: Yeah, You have to say, okay, this is the acceptable behavior. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be consequences. Oh, absolutely. Real consequences if you don't do this. And you have to be willing to follow through on that.
1: You do have to be willing to follow through on that. And I'm going to kind of put a little caveat to that. You also need to make sure that you've given them the opportunity to fix the behavior have yes. that difficult conversation with them which we just talked about and if you've done that and they're still not willing to change it then the hard line has to be drawn
0: as you go through the difficult conversations with them as you keeping in mind this isn't just inner circle this right. this is We're other layers beyond out. that yeah well beyond that with these boundaries I really have applied this into my meditation work. Mm-hmm. I know when I have to deal with somebody that I know is going to be difficult to deal with. I, I know mm-hmm. there's certain individuals in my life that I have to deal with. And I'm going to tie this into a individual from a professional relationship. I was going to say, that uh, you sounds know, work, like a professional. co-worker, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and, and actually in this case, it's a client of mine. That I do some work for. And they're just. They're a little difficult.
1: Yeah. I, I, it, it, I, I'm i dealing with some of that myself right now. So,
0: And. I do the work. When I know I have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. I, I mentally prepare myself. I kind of put the shield up. <laughs> Shields up. Know that they're going to be them.
1: Yeah.
0: When I'm done. I'm going to put the shield down. They're going to do their behavior. When they do That. There's times where I can ask them to help me understand right, how they feel, why they're doing what they're doing, how they're behaving. Now, not always will I get that deep with someone.
1: Well, and, and you and don't have to. It depends
0: on the person, right? Right.
1: You don't have to with everybody.
0: If it's a more personal relationship, mm-hmm. if it's especially a relationship I value, mm-hmm. be it a, a friend, a colleague that that i do have a more personal connection with i will do that right because if i just go at them Mm -hmm. the same way they're going at me what's going to happen human nature is going to kick in
1: and a hundred percent is going to kick in going to go well you're both going to get defensive oh yeah well you're being a jackass we know how that usually
0: plays out it
1: doesn't ever play out well
0: it's not productive it makes you
1: feel good at the time but it doesn't end up being a productive conversation for sure
0: it doesn't and so there's better ways with coping with it. Mm-hmm. As I I look back, the only person that we truly have control over at the end of the day is ourselves.
1: Right. And you can't control somebody else's emotions, feelings, reactions, anything. You can only control yours.
0: You- having that in mind, mm-hmm. you have to control your mindset. Yeah. Your boundaries. Yep. Yeah what you are willing and not willing to deal with. Yes. You're going to have to put in the work into yourself.
1: Exactly. And it's not easy, guys. I'm not I'm not here to say that I'm perfect at it yet cuz I'm not.
0: No, I I'm not either. There's some days where it's just throw my hands up and we, and you and I are in a a <laughs> interesting position because people don't believe us when they talk to us. But you and I are Far more introverts.
1: Oh, we definitely are.
0: We we are more of an introvert than most people believe us to be.
1: Oh, if you met us in person and dealt with us in person more, you'd probably see it a little more. Whereas most interactions these days are online, it, we pro- it probably doesn't seem like we're introverts, but we very much are introverts.
0: In a social setting, it makes far more sense. It does. Then when I have to, I will expand to being more extrovert, but yeah. I much more... You and I are very much driven by empathic yeah. abilities, mm-hmm. and we very much connect with people on emotional levels. Yeah, We pick up on other people's emotions. People feed off of our emotions. We're it's very true. emotionally driven people.
1: We are, and it's it's hard to explain because I, I'm not saying we're psychic or something like that. We just interact and pick up on emotions very simply. I can walk into a restaurant and I can tell you what's going on at most tables, just from feelings and emotions people are putting out there.
0: It's just it's just how, picking up on vibes. It is. It's it really, just
1: how my, it's it's been that way my whole life. And and I you're think, even
0: you're far better at it than I am. Uh, I pick up onto it to agree. You're much more I'm than I am. I'm a little
1: ahead of the game with you, as and because I'm just a few years ahead. And it's just a, something I had to learn. And it took me finally understanding what I'm picking up on and that they're not always my emotions for me to understand. Ah, okay. Now I get it. It just, it just, just, It's some just mindset, learning. There's,
0: there's several people that I work with that will talk about things. And I'll just say something where I'm like, there's just... <laughs> There's something going on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I'm yeah. just on edge. It's uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of unease going on and yep. then something will come out like in an email or something. People <laughs> are like, Well, that was creepy.
1: Yeah. I do that too and it drives people crazy. I'm like something's not right. Yep. And people will look at me and go, What are you even talking about? I do I don't I, I don't know, but something's just not right and then something happens and they're what the heck? How did you how did you know that? I said just felt it. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I could just feel something was off.
0: And even in this environment where we're we're not in person, right? I still very much pick up on a lot <laughs> so of vibes from I. people, and it's kind of creepy. It is. I was having a conversation with my boss a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, "Man, you are you doing okay?" And I he goes, "You just seem very off this week." And I'm like, "I I am off. I haven't been sleeping well for the last couple of nights." And I don't know what it is. I'm like, I've just got this huge swell mm-hmm. of anxiety. Yep. And I'm just, I'm picking up things off of people. And I just, I've got something bad. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I really, would it be okay if I took off an hour early today? Because I just, I need to get out and just yeah work off this energy. And he's like, you know what? Yeah. I <laughs> Go do what you need to do. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Appreciate it so i i just grabbed the pups and we yeah went out and just roamed around and and took care took care of nature for them but but it was more just to work off energy because they pick up energy off of Uh, me too they absolutely do, and it it was well needed but a large part of now looking back at it was there were some interactions i was having with um people in my life that Mm -hmm. yeah we're not respecting boundaries and I wasn't enforcing the boundaries like I needed to.
1: And that will do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I, it drains me when I'm like, Oh, Oh, I dropped those shields just enough to let that person in just enough to, they're now messing with my Zen. And I gotta, I gotta go back to where I was sadly. Cause a part of you is really excited to have those people back and in, back inside your boundaries or your, you know, safe zone or whatever you want to call it. But then you start to realize why you cut them out in the first place. Because so your life gets out of balance again. It's kind of sad, but yet freeing at the same time. I think it's freeing anyway. Maybe that's just
0: me. I don't know that it's sad. It's, it can feel a little lonely. It at does times. feel lonely. Yeah. I can also tell you the calm. Oh, there's the, a calm. <laughs> the, the zen. Uh-huh. You, you can feel from it. And the first couple times you do it, it will feel awkward, mm-hmm. um, e- even a bit sad. Yeah. First times I started meditating and I really started examining those emotions. Yep. The stillness that I felt. Yeah. The. It, I think it was just the absence of energy, of... Mm-hmm movement I, I I'm, no, I'm trying to think of the right word you know
1: I, I know what you're just, saying and just, it is hard to describe
0: but just that absence of it the the panic almost even the mm-hmm. the e- even if it's anger or, or negative emotions it almost becomes addicting
1: oh I'm gonna get that
0: it feels so strange to not have that in your mm-hmm. life when you push it out yep and you put the boundaries up and you're like, you know what? Shields are up. You don't get to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to respect it, you don't get to do that anymore. Yeah. They will get angry.
1: Oh, of course they are.
0: They're going to throw their fits. Of course they will. And that's when you even have to do no even more. <laughs> These are the boundaries. You disrespected the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this is where you really have to be steadfast in that mindset
1: you do, and you have to be willing to stick to what you set out to do in the first place. Stay the course. Stay with, with what you, you know, you you had that conversation with yourself. You decided that these were boundaries you wanted to set, and you have got to make sure you keep focused on keeping those boundaries. It's not easy. I mean, I liken it to war holding the line. I mean, it's not easy, and you're going to get pushed back a little bit, and then you push forward a little bit, but you've got to hold that line.
0: Again, you can't control them, their behaviors, nope. their reactions, their emotions. Nope. What you can control is you.
1: And I'm going to see, I'm sure some of you have already thought of a couple people in your life that you can think of mm-hmm. that you're like, Ugh, yeah, they kind of do that for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you have to cut them out of your life completely because I feel like that's a hard line. When you completely have to kick someone out of your life, it means every effort you have made to try to fix the relationship has failed. And that needs to be a last resort. If the relationship is of value, you need to try to fix it.
0: You get to decide, though, as an adult, who you, you have 100% freedom, oh, who yeah. you do and do not spend your time with, what you do and do not spend your energy on. Yeah. And I can tell you, after I have been around people, Yeah. I usually will retreat and I just stick around my house here with just me and the pups. And I will go in the backyard, do yard work. It's A lot of people they are like, yeah, the weekend's here, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And I will just stick around here and do yard work. I'll do my homework. I will do Mm -hmm. reading. I will play a video game. I will do anything but something social because I'm trying to recoup and recharge my batteries.
1: And we all need that. Some people get recharged from being around other people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. If that works for you, that's great. I'm more in your camp, but that's the introvert in both of us, where we'd rather just be alone to recharge. And by alone for me, it means with my family. But still, even to that extent, sometimes just actually alone alone, <laughs> just me, just time to myself. Like I just want to sit by myself and sometimes not do anything. Sometimes There's... that's just as freeing.
0: There's a few people in my life that they they know I'm a pretty fast-paced person. Mm-hmm. I'll I usually pick up the phone, answer pretty quick. I'm usually, but there's times where I will just go put my phone on the counter here. Yep. and even though I have a watch that's hooked up to it, <laughs> I'll slide down. I'll hit the theater mode so it doesn't get notifications. Right, and. Mainly because I want to track my steps still. (laughs) I want those badges. You need those badges. That's a big deal for me. You need them. I've gotten every badge since April. I'm just saying. I'm proud
1: of you. That's awesome.
0: Little things, right? (laughs)
1: Little victories, small victories. (laughs) The the dogs
0: have been driving those, really. For me, disconnecting, being away from everything, that's how I recharge. That's how I get everything back up to full strength, and then I can go at it again that's also how I can keep my boundaries my mindset where I need to
1: yeah so maybe I don't know should we backtrack a tiny bit and just you know what are some traits that you think describe toxic people because maybe maybe we've got some people sitting out there going well how do I know if they're a toxic
0: person and and I don't know if it's consistent and and I I don't want to say it's the same for every person. I want to say it's behaviors, it's not people. Correct.
1: And the behaviors are what you need to be watching for.
0: Self-centered. Manipulative.
1: I would definitely say manipulative. I would be unapologetic for anything they do ever. Yes. Let's see what some others. I know I wrote some down, but I'm just trying to think of them off the top of my head. Take responsibilities for their own feelings and actions on what they do to other people.
0: If you have somebody in your life that, It's constantly your fault.
1: Right. Everything is your fault.
0: Every single thing. If you find where you are the one that constantly has to apologize, Uh that's where I would say...
1: Maybe some changes need to be made.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And I guess I would go, they're not supportive of you. No. I can think of some relationships in my life where... I'm there for that person, and I listen, and I hear them, and I understand, and I let them vent. I may not agree with what they're saying. I may not agree with the decision they came to, but they're not always looking for my feedback. They just want to know I'm there if they need me, and then I try to do the same back, and they just don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, I try to tell them about how upset I am about something and how something's really weighing heavily on my mind. They never ask me about it. They never check on me. They never... Let's say I have a medical condition that I'm worried about and I'm waiting on some test results and they don't ever reach out or things like that. I mean, if they're not there for you, like you're there for them, that's a red flag in my opinion.
0: I think we can all recognize a lot of those red Mm -hmm. flags. Now we will become forgiving of them.
1: Oh, we always do because, which should also tell you they are of value in your life usually Mm -hmm. because you want them in your life enough that you're like, well, I'm just going to let it go. Because you want to keep them around. Yeah. But then ask yourself, what are you getting out of that relationship?
0: And I think then it becomes kind of a, for me, that's a journaling exercise. Oh, 100%. is pluses, minuses.
1: (laughs) Which we just talked about. Mm -hmm. So, but I just think sometimes people don't understand what a toxic person is. As I was kind of doing some mindset notes for this episode, some of the things that came into my head was, There's actually some people in my life that are like this, and I've been making excuses for them for quite a while now, and maybe I need to have that difficult conversation with them.
0: We all have people in our lives that we have allowed to stay there for a long time, probably far longer than we should.
1: Mm, I would agree with that.
0: It'll make you sad.
1: It does make me sad because we talked about it before we started, and I'm not 100% sure I'm willing to share some of those relationships, but... One was very important to me, Mm -hmm. and as I look at some of the traits, I realize I thought I was the person that had all those traits for them, but as I started looking at it, I started to think to myself, you know what, they had just as many towards me. Like, I thought I was 100% to blame, it was all my fault, I didn't try hard enough, and come to look at things in a different mindset, you know what, they were actually the problem. (laughs) And that's really hard for me because, like, I'm getting teary-eyed even thinking about it. But they were the problem. They were the toxic part of it. And I probably should have tried harder to fix that. But I didn't recognize it.
0: Well, the the hard part is you you can (laughs) only control yourself, not the others.
1: And that was extremely hard for me. Because I I, I just wanted them to listen. Please, I'm trying to fix this. Please, they didn't. No, no, no. It's all you. I haven't done anything wrong. You've done it all. I. You've been a horrible person. And, you know, I internalized that. Okay, well, maybe I have. But then come to think of it, wait a minute. You did some stuff too, and why can't we discuss it? But sadly.
0: And that's when when somebody gets to that point. Mm Mm-hmm. When they when you're trying to have a session of communication with them where yeah. you are trying to actively solicit help me understand. Yeah. And and you're trying to elicit all of that good feedback. You're you're trying to work yeah. towards bridging understanding. Bridging whatever the misunderstanding might be or or the behaviors and trying to help yeah. fix the situation. If they just physically are not, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes a point of, un- unfortunately, you, you almost have to just let it go. and And you may revisit it at a later point in time
1: you do and sometimes the distance is what you guys needed and that's okay um i think the thing that was the hardest for me with this specific relationship was i was in a different place on my journey than they were okay my mindset was in a different place than they were so for me the fact that you you won't just talk about this with me can't we just sit down and try to you know admit that we've both done some things wrong and that this relationship is worth saving and let's and they were like no 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 Mm -hmm. and it it took a long time for me to come to that I want you to know in fact a lot of it's just come out in the last month or so but she was just in a different place in her journey than I was and she wasn't there yet with the mindset to fix that
0: and everybody is always going to be in a different place
1: oh of course they are
0: And we have to learn to respect that as much as we physically would love to just grab a hold of that person Mm -hmm. and drag them kicking and screaming (laughs) into the exact same location we are in our journey. It's just not possible.
1: It's not. And so at that point, I blamed myself for the relationship fracture, but it took a lot of time and a lot of meditation and a lot of journaling and a lot of getting my mindset right, I finally came to the conclusion that what happened had to happen. And I wasn't 100% to blame. She wasn't 100% to blame. We were both in different places in our journey, and the relationship was just not in a place where we could make it work. That's hard to do. That's a hard realization.
0: It it is. There's that cliched saying, right? Agree to disagree. Uh, It's very
1: cliche, but very accurate. (laughs)
0: It, it happens to be true, it as does. most cliches really, are. Yeah. Being able to get to that point, I'm not saying you're going to be okay with, no, with with the disagreement. You you have to be able to say, okay, we're at an impasse. Yeah. We can revisit this at a later time. Right. Being able to disconnect yourself. Right. And it, revisit.
1: Sadly for me, we took that break, and that person is gone from my life, and we'll never be back. But. As sad as it makes me to think about, it was the right thing for both of us at the time. Granted, it's sad that that was the outcome from it, and it'll probably always haunt me to some extent. But that's where we were, and I have to forgive them, and I have to forgive myself. And to that's move
0: forward. that's part of the work that we have to do on ourselves.
1: It really is, and I wish I could tell you it's been an easy journey, and I'm still not hundred th- percent done with that journey.
0: Oh yet. no, self self work the the work you have to do mm-hmm. and, and whether it is through meditation whether it is through journaling yeah. no matter your methodology for that work mm-hmm. is extremely personal it is it, there is no magic timer
1: there's not there's no one size fits all no for this at all
0: my journey through mine. Mm-hmm. There's people that in my family, yeah, I very much had that airlock moment. Mm-hmm. You saw it, I did, and and man, I hit that button as hard as I
1: could. You sure did, but it wasn't easy for you to do.
0: No, once it was done, it for the first couple years, there was a lot of deep. Seated anger.
1: Mm, and th- I think that's natural.
0: Then the anger started to subside. Mm-hmm. It got lonely. Mm-hmm. As I started into meditation, that's when I started really examining the feelings. For a while, there was regret.
1: There always is.
0: Since I have seen that it actually was probably the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Methodology wasn't great. But... Well. It was the right thing to do.
1: There's no perfect way to do it. No. So.
0: I can tell you I am at more peace yeah. in my life than I have been ever.
1: Once you can get past that anger and loneliness, there's something just so freeing about where you're at. There is. You're just, okay, you know, that's been weighing pretty heavily on me. And it's it's like an instant, like a light bulb going on. You just all of a sudden have this freeing feeling. And you, then you know you did the right thing.
0: I have a lot of people in my life that ask me, how are you coping so well with <laughs> this? All that is 2020. Yeah. Oh, 2020. I would love to say that I've coped with it perfectly. Some days are better than others.
1: Yeah, and there's truth to that.
0: To be honest, doing this has actually been a great outlet.
1: I think this has been a great outlet for both of us.
0: The interactions that we've had with others.
1: It's been great.
0: Really, the, the community that we are building.
1: Oh, I love our community. I love you all so much.
0: <laughs> the, just just the simple interactions mm-hmm. of seeing people share and the kind things that people say about what yeah. we talk about. Oh, yeah. People are like, it, it's like we're having coffee with you. And I'm like, that's literally what we're that, usually doing. Is either having coffee usually... or water or Diet Cokes or yeah. something.
1: Or today, cinnamon rolls and milk.
0: Yes. Today <laughs> we... Right before this, I <laughs> went and grabbed, there's a kit here in Utah that we did a cinnamon roll yeah. challenge where we tried five <laughs> different cinnamon rolls and graded them. And I'm going to upload our feedback after this. And that's what we want this to be for you. Is right. like you're here having a conversation with us. Even when we have our guests, that yeah. is our goal for you.
1: And it, it is our goal. We just want you to have fun with us. We're sitting around talking, having a good time. I know that For me, when a podcast is the best kind of podcast that I like, I'm talking along with them. Like I'm nodding my head and saying, yeah, and like wanting to join that conversation with them. Those are some of the best podcasts out there, in my opinion.
0: It's when you feel like you can jump in there and you're Uh talking to somebody you know.
1: Yep, and that's what we want.
0: As you go through this journey, understand we've personally Mm -hmm. have been there. We
1: <laughs> we actually avoided this topic for quite a few weeks.
0: We, we threw this. This actually was probably the second or third topic we threw up on yep. the board. We have been putting it off. Yep. And even as we started kind of going, okay, do we talk about this? Do we not? How do we talk about it? Yeah. What is the phraseology we want to oh, use yeah, in this?
1: We weren't even sure about using the word toxic because I feel like that can be a very negative term.
0: Oh, it, it, it 100% is a negative term. People usually associate toxic as a very, very, very horrible thing.
1: Well, of course it is.
0: Usually it is. You think about <laughs> the terminology, a toxic relationship. Yeah. Toxic waste site, not <laughs> something you want. As we look at this, I again, I don't think it's people. I think it's behaviors for the most part. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are people out there that just are.
1: No, absolutely. Just toxic people. They are.
0: For a whole, I, I really do want to be one of those people that thinks as a whole people are not all bad, not all good. I think we fall in between. I think we're on that Yeah. gray area. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I did uh, not mean no, to interrupt you. No,
0: <laughs> no I, I, I think we're heading in that same direction.
1: So, I mean, allow yourself... To tell yourself, I have to be happy first. Because if you're not happy, you can't make other people happy. Does that sound selfish? Maybe. But that's also a roadmap to where you need to be in your life. Mm. And sometimes that's going to mean toxic relationships either have to be fixed, distanced, or cut loose.
0: And only you can truly decide the value of that
1: Oh yeah, you have to make that decision yourself.
0: I would love to say that you can call one of us and we'll decide that for you, but <laughs> I can't you do probably that. will not like what we'll have to say. <laughs> so you're going to have to make that call. Yeah, but I think you have to, and and it's difficult to be objective in this.
1: Oh, it's really difficult. <sighs> you know.
0: It gets, it (laughs) and and as we say on many things, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And you're probably getting tired of hearing that out of us, but it really is true. It is
1: true. I don't know that this ever gets super easy, but it gets easier for sure. Uh, I can think, like I said, when I was making my my notes for this, um, I can think of a couple of relationships that I need to have that conversation because I've allowed the behavior to go on for too long. But I do want them in my life, so I would really like to try to just fix the relationship versus cut myself off from the relationship. Even if that means distancing myself from that person for a while, sometimes that can be the wake-up call that person needs. Is, oh, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to lose them if we can't work this out and fix this.
0: Sure. As you really go through, and again, <laughs> I'm, I would be shocked if you have not already thought of several people
1: yeah at least one
0: keep in mind that if somebody does this towards you try not to take it personal it's very tough not to take it personal but understand that this is this is something personal to them it is and it's probably a behavior and it may even be a behavior that you don't understand if you really feel passionate about maintaining that relationship with them try and talk to them
1: yeah And and i guess my thing is I'm the type of person and I know I don't have the same mindset as other people with this. If I don't know I'm doing and I can't change it and fix it, so please tell me. Because I need to know. I need to know that I'm that to you. Like if you can point out examples and tell me things I've done and I'd be like I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yes, let's fix this. Not everyone reacts that way. I wish I could tell you they did.
0: I would love to say that everybody is gonna react that way they won't no nope. I find it sad and unfortunate I do too I wish more people did I would love to say that I'm perfect at it I'm uh, not oh,
1: oh no I'm not do like it when it happens and I'm learning every time it happens but I'm definitely not perfect at it in fact I can tell you right now my poor husband is probably thinking mm-hmm. mm. you're not so good when I come to you about things <laughs> But and, the same to everybody, I mean.
0: And this is a topic where we, we need to delve more into is, is the feedback process. Yeah. And we we need to talk about it. I, I think it's a topic we're going to need to visit a couple times because feedback is part of every process in life. Oh,
1: Whether I cannot think of any process in your life where feedback doesn't make you better and make you improve and help you fix things.
0: And if you don't participate in it. Uh-huh. Your life is going to be so much worse.
1: Oh, you're going to be a pretty lonely person because you're not going to understand why you can't keep relationships. And I'm not talking romantic. I'm talking any any relationship.
0: If you are the kind of person that constantly everybody else is the problem,
1: mm-hmm. you're the victim always.
0: Victim mindset's a terrible thing.
1: It's a really rough thing, and it has ruined many relationships in my life because they take on that victim mindset.
0: We'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, my my cousin Allison and I just last weekend had a discussion about why does our family always take the victim mindset on everything? And you know what? She's right. We do.
0: I think it's human nature.
1: It is. And it's a learned behavior. And you can unlearn it, though. True. You have to try, but you can unlearn that behavior. It it
0: takes a lot. Yeah. Uh, A lot of unlearning. As you do this, Mm -hmm. Ange and I are both firm believers in that we all have it within ourselves to become better people, we do. Just know that the proof is in the pudding. Yep. You're going to have to prove it out. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think that just because you say it, it is <laughs> right. Your your actions are always going to speak louder than your words. You know, you you can't have just you say something and it's empty platitudes. You right. you have to walk the walk. Right. As as you do this. Weekly challenge.
1: Mm. Did you think of something, Anne?
0: Probably about thirty things. <laughs> exactly. I sincerely do believe everybody that's listening to this has thought of at least a few mm-hmm. people they need to. Yeah. Start putting boundaries in place with.
1: Yeah, and it, it's. I think it has to start there. What What boundaries are you willing to set, and who do you need to set those with? And I mean, maybe I'm going into your challenge, so I'm sorry. No, you're,
0: you, you're going into the challenge. But I think even before they do that, I think they're going to have to really evaluate their mindset. Where are you at yeah. and where do you need to go?
1: Yeah, are you ready for this? Because if you're not, it, it can bring a little bit of drama into your life for a short period of time. But if you're mentally prepared for that, it's going to be okay. It really is. You just have to prepare yourself for that. So maybe... Make sure, like you said, your mindset is where it needs to be to deal with this.
0: People will laugh at this, uh, especially those of you that know me. But (laughs) Uh I I am a huge Star Trek nerd. (gasps) What? And every time I have to do one of these Mm -hmm. conversations or have these interactions, I have Commander Riker in my brain (laughs) that just yells, shields up.
1: Red alert, shields up.
0: That's really what goes on in my mind.
1: Oh, you have to have this, especially empathic people. You have to put those shields up.
0: That, unfortunately, yes, you're usually going into some form of battle Mm -hmm. in this. But understand that it may be drawn out. It may be short-lived. Yeah. But you need this. Mm, You do. Again, you're controlling yourself. Yeah. You're not going to have any control over the other side of this.
1: No, you can't. And go in knowing that, please. Please go in knowing that because you have zero control over their Reaction, mindset, emotional state, any of that, oh, go in knowing that. Please go in knowing that because I can think right now of conversations I've had and I wanted to control how they responded and that was silly on my
0: part. There's a few conversations I have coming up. Yeah. And
1: I can think of one that I know of of yours. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm about eighty percent certain I know how the conversation's gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna go how it's gonna go. It is. Yeah. But gotta do it. It it needs to happen. For my own peace of mind, for my own inner peace.
1: Yeah, and you're you're right, it does.
0: And it's a conversation that I have put off for quite a while. Yeah. But I know once it's done, mm-hmm. things will be better for me. I I can't control how these other people will react. Right. There's one conversation I have. There's about three others that I'm kind of working on. Yeah, I know that that feeling. There's boundaries that I'm going to put in place for these people, Mm -hmm. and and I'm going through the same process myself. So that's my challenge to you. Yeah. Is get ready to do the work on yourself. understanding that a lot of this is going to be work on yourself it is and what they do is what they do
1: yep it's all you can do
0: when you have these if you need to reach out to us yes please whether it is through uh, facebook or instagram you can find me and Ange. you can find us individually or you can find us together at the new day podcast it's the big green logo with the head you can subscribe to us anywhere you find you podcasts so whether that is apple podcast google podcast spotify radio ronin spreaker nope. podbean all of them and now we're all over the world
1: <laughs> it's so crazy to me almost I love it.
0: every continent asia is the only one we have not been to yet and antarctica but well, that's another one
1: i feel like antarctica might not have podcasts available i i don't know
0: we don't know but <laughs> we're very happy to be spread out there so if you can we're just going to ask that you share us with your friends your family and hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to us thank you so much for being with us and we will see you guys next week see you next week